Welcome to the Missions Podcast, the show that explores your hard questions on missions, theology, and practice to help goers think and thinkers go. I'm Alex Kochman here again from the Radius Conference in Sun Valley, California at Grace Community Church, joined by two friends of the show. Luke has been on multiple times. We have Luke Womack, president not only of the GoFund, although we previously introduced you in that way, now president of Arrow. We'll right. talk a little bit more about that. Not Arrow, Arrow. Mm -hmm. We'll talk more about that in a moment. And Barry, who has joined us in, uh, what year What year was the conference in Minneapolis? Two years ago. Okay, two, so two years ago, you were in our panel together for church leaders as well. And you are working together with Luke as well. So we'll give you more of a fuller introduction in just a moment here. But okay. grateful to have both of you guys back on the show. Thanks for having us. Thank yeah. You. So let's talk about the GoFund. Uh, the Missions Podcast is Ministry of ABWE. ABWE partners with the GoFund. You guys are paying off student debt to get people onto the mission field faster, which by the way, that whole student loan forgiveness thing turned out to be not really a thing so far. So <laughs> apparently you guys are still in business, so that's still good. Yeah. Just remind us what the GoFund is, but then you're also taking a new direction in your ministry. Yeah, so nine years ago we started uh, the GoFund, um, an organization that paid off student debt for missionaries who were going long-term through their local church to the unreached. And yeah, God was really kind to give us a measure of success with that. Uh, grew uh, almost every single year as we built that. But we realized after a while, the, the vision was just a bit too small. So we had a vision to get a certain number of missionaries overseas. And we also realized we were focusing a lot on the missionary, but really wanted to think about the sender as well. Sure. You see in you know, Romans uh, chapter 10, you know, how they call on him and whom they not believed, how they believe in him and whom they never heard, how would they hear without someone preaching, how do they preach unless they are Sense. sent. So we're like, okay, what are we doing to address the sender? And and we felt like we weren't doing a very good job of inviting them into the role that God has for them to engage the nations. And so we started thinking a couple years back about a bigger vision for the organization. And so uh, we have since rebranded as Arrow. Um, Arrow is an organization uh, with a vision to end missions. And it might sound a bit odd for a missions organization. That's good marketing right it's, it's there. It's good marketing. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, a sales organization saying that their vision is to end sales. It's like, well, why would you do that? Yeah. Well, our vision is to end missions because missions is actually not the goal. Right. Worship is. Worship is. Yeah. Exactly. Someone once said. Someone <laughs> once said. So if worship is the goal, what this means is that one day in heaven, there will actually not be any missions. Right. So it's a good thing one day for missions to end. And the way for us to get to that point of missions ending is actually not to stop doing missions, it's to keep doing it and remove barriers in the way of it until one day we don't end missions, but God chooses to end missions according to his own timing and his own will. And, and once he chooses to do that, it'll only be worship. But until then we have work to do. You're not setting any dates for that. Uh, you know, there's a book called 88 Reasons Why Jesus Will Return in 1988. That yeah. was a book that was written That's a while true. back. And so, That's no, true. no man knows the date or the time. In fact, I don't think our job is to try to predict when God will return. Um, our job is faithfulness, to be faithful to the Great Commission, to go and make disciples. He's going to return when he wants, and we look forward to that day, but we don't try to make that day come faster necessarily. We just want to be faithful. That's our job. And yeah. so at Arrow, that's our vision is to see that end. So Arrow is the organization that has not just one program, the GoFund, to eliminate student debt for missionaries. Uh, there's another program that comes out of that as well. That's right. So beneath the umbrella of Arrow, kind of our master entity, uh, we have the GoFund, a program of Arrow, uh, which exists to um, eliminate debt for missionaries to the unreached. 
but we also have a, another program called the Mission Scores. And I should say this, like, our vision is where we're headed at Arrow, right? That's to end missions. Our mission is how we get there. And our mission is to eliminate barriers to advance the gospel to the unreached. One of the barriers is the indebted, aspiring missionary. We help them with the GoFund, yeah. paying the student debt. The other barrier we saw, which alludes to the second program you're talking about, um, comes in the form of understanding. Uh, let me say it this way. If you were in front of a room of 100 people, and they're all American churchgoers, and they're all from different churches in the United States, and you ask them the question, do you know what the Great Commission is? How many of them do you think would say yes? Uh, based hypothetically on a Barna study, yeah, uh, yeah you'd, you'd have about 75% of people that wouldn't know what it is. That wouldn't know. Yeah. So close, so 17, the Barna study, so I think, I think it was, um, I forget the exact name of the study. I mean, throw in the show notes maybe. Uh, but according to their study of 100 American churchgoers, only 17 would say yes, I know what the Great Commission is. Right. I know what it means and I know the impact it has on my life, the right. role it, it, it has in my life for me to step into that. And so we thought that's like 51% don't know what it is, at never all. heard of it. And then another like 25% is like, I know oh, yeah, sure. I've heard of it, but they don't actually sure know what exactly. it means. Which yeah. to me is a no. Yeah. So it's, it's, like, like, it's, it's Well, it's 83, 83%. 83%. Oh. Yeah, 83% don't Math know what the Great Commission is. <laughs> the maths, the maths is hard. <laughs> and so we thought that's crazy. Like if, let's just reduce that number. Five of six American yeah. churchgoers don't know what the Great Commission is. And is this because pastors are being unfaithful? Not necessarily, maybe. No. I'm sure some are, but we think there are a lot of faithful pastors yeah. preaching the gospel, um, expositing scripture faithfully. Which, by the way, can I stop you real quick? Yeah. There are so many missions, organizations, missions, advocates, mobilizers, who their whole thing is, let me critique the church, let me tell them what they're doing yeah. wrong, let me tell them how they've failed, how they're not mission-minded. Mm. And like, don't, don't bash the bride of Christ. Like, a lot of these right. pastors are being faithful in their That's context. Right. It's just, we, we can come alongside and help, though. I appreciate that posture, go on. And you know, I think it's a, a rejection of the function of their entity. So yeah. think about this, like, parachurch. So if you run a nonprofit ministry, you're really functionally a parachurch ministry. Correct. And, and that means, actually, beside church. Yeah. So if, if yep. I run an organization, if we run organizations that come beside church functionally and they were bashing the church, you don't even understand why you exist. Yeah. Like <laughs> we are secondary to the local church, the primacy of the local church who does all the sending, right? You help run a missions organization. I help run a missions organization. We don't do any sending. The church does all the sending. So our goal is to come alongside parachurch local churches and say, how can we solve problems for you? that are difficult for local churches to solve on their own. Yeah. And because we love you, that's what a mission agency does, praise God. We need mission agencies. You know, 15 years ago or so, churches were trying to, um, some of them, uh, be their own sending agencies. And it doesn't work very well, right? There's just 50 or 60 services that an agency provides that most churches can't. So we need them, but we gotta understand our posture. And so as we come alongside the local church, uh, some of its congregants don't even know what the Great Commission is, even though the pastor may be preaching the Great Commission. Sure. We're going to pastors who are tired, burnt out, frustrated, and we're saying, we don't want to give you something else to do. Yeah. We want to take something off your plate. Say, how can we introduce some material to you that would serve you, that would serve your local church? And so that's exactly why we started the missions course. The missions course is a six-week study that invites believers to explore God's heart for the nations and simply play their role in it, discover their role in it, and play their role in it, even if they never change their geography. Yeah. And we hope some people do, 
But, but the Great Commission is for every believer in every age and every stage. And so if you're a follower of Christ, there's a role for you to play in missions, and that's what the missions course is yeah, all about. Yeah. Well, Barry, let me bring you into this. So your sure. role is over church partnerships with missions course, is that right? And you're that's also right. a full-time executive pastor. Right, right. Yeah. So I'm, a, I'm the missions pastor and the executive director of our church. Okay. And so I oversee missions. And then uh, what I do with the with Arrow Missions is uh, with the missions course is I work Good with... Good correction there. Yes, yeah. okay. yes. I work with uh, local pastors and talk to them about the missions course, how they can incorporate it, what it means, how you would implement it and work with them that way. I just got a text a couple of weeks ago from a friend of mine who's a pastor in town. He works primarily with the youth, but he's also over the missions program. He's mission-minded. Him and his wife have spent time overseas. Sure. They're trying to be you know, catalysts in their local church, right? We all know people like that, that kind of exist. And he's just struggling and he's looking for tools for how to get the congregation to wrap their mind around missions even how to get their elders to wrap their mind around not just missions in a general sense, nobody's gonna say they're against missions, but what is a, a people group or a language group, right? Is right. everyone a missionary? Is everyone not a missionary? What is an ethnos, right? The, these types of questions that we get when we really dive into not just what is the Great Commission, but what does it mean? And he's looking to educate his church on that. And one of the problems that we've run into all the time, and we've talked about it on this show before, there's something great out there and it's called perspectives. The problem is there's some wonky theology in it and it's really intensive and it's long, it's expensive, it's, it's labor intensive, it's hard to host. And it's theologically much broader than I think some of our churches wanna be as well. And methodologically too. It's getting, and I'm saying that so you don't yeah. have to. I don't want you to you know, necessarily feel like you right. have to comment on other right. churches and their training courses yeah. out there. But there's a lot of people that are saying, hey, perspectives course and, and perspectives on the world mission, uh, world Christian movement you know, that's helpful, and the Lord has used that in certain helpful ways, but what else is there out there? And enter the missions course, right? Right, well, what I like about this is in six weeks, they're gonna understand what the biblical basis for missions is. They're gonna see a glimpse into history and key people and what they do. They're going to see the job that's left to take place. They're gonna have someone who's actually planted a church explain how he's done it. And then there's gonna be practical next steps for people to engage in. And we not only talk about that during the class, but we also have additional resources on our website that help people determine what are their next steps. So it's very practical. What I also like about it is that it, it's something that, you know, people that are interested in missions can take, but 90% of the church who is overworked, overburdened, has lots of little kids, lots of uh, semi-pro sports are going to, they, they got time to do this. Yeah. And it, it fits in with today's lifestyle. Yeah. And, but it doesn't, it's not short on truth and it's not short on what the Bible says. And so I think people will like it and that it can give them a good basis for missions that they're not gonna find any other way. Mm. So what would it look like to employ that course in, in your church? I mean, you're saying you're trying to take stuff off of pastor's plates, not put more on. So right. what does that level of commitment look like? Because one of the challenges that missionaries, mission agencies are finding is it, it is hard to build relationships with churches. Churches are not looking to add more programs. And the things that they are generally looking to add, and, and I'm an elder in my church too, so I'm not, I'm not speaking from the outside, but within as well, it, the things that we do add, we generally want tighter control on, right? Like we, we wanna be the voice to our people. Or we're not looking to invite a lot of you know, outside nonprofits in to kind of do their dog and pony show. We wanna shepherd our own people. You know, so knowing that, that that's just how we think as pastors and elders, uh, how does this fit into that equation? So I, 
I deal with a lot of pastors and they're like, well, I want to see this. And so yeah. we have a six week video format. We have a six week live format. Even the people oh, okay. with the live format will say, can I take a look at the video series? So for a pastor, I'll give him uh, a code so that he alone can look at this or he and his missions team can look at it. They can bet it out. Yeah. I've had not, I've not had anyone turn it down because it's theologically incorrect. Mm. And what I tell people is, this is almost like looking at the dollar bill. You know, if you're trying to figure out counterfeits, you don't work, work, spend time on counterfeits, just spend time the on the thing. original. Yeah. This is all straight from the Bible. It's Orthodox Christianity, church planning, and I have yet to have a pastor that goes through it and doesn't say the content is fine mm. and the content is good. Yeah. We do some other things that make it easy for the pastors. We, we have a facilitator guide. Yeah. So the, it tells you what to talk about at the beginning of the class, during the break, at the end. Can you add a few other things as a pastor? Sure, because pastors are going to do that, yeah, right? Yeah. But if you have one of your lay people lead it, it gives them a guide. And that's the live to, version, so the people in the church teach that themselves. So, the, the lead, or you select who teaches that. How does the, the live version work? The only thing you need for the class is you yeah. need a place to have it, yep. whether it's live or whether it's video. You need a, a set-up room. You need maybe some snacks, because Americans can't have anything without <laughs> snacks, right? And, and then you're going to want someone to run the audiovisual. Yeah. And then besides that, you're either going to show a video or the live speakers, and the facilitator is going to intro the, the videos or intro the speakers. Mm. So there's very little setup. And um, we've been very intentional to yep. make it as easy as possible on the pastor or the coordinator at that church. Yep. And I would say there's two ways we've, we've done that, among others. Yeah. One of them is good materials. And so everyone who goes through the course, whether it's the video based or the live, will get a participant guide sent to them. So we send it to the church and they have a guide that walks through all six lessons and it's all coordinated, right? So with questions about it and discussion for in between classes, et cetera. And the facilitator gets a different guide. So the facilitator knows, hey, here's what to say. Here's when to pray. Here's what you could say. And you can go, you know, right off that. If you've never facilitated, it'll help you take some more liberties. Uh, but we wanted good materials to make it easy, as easy yeah. as possible. If you have live instructors come out, we coordinate all the travel, all that stuff. I would say the second thing that we're really proud of that makes it easy and cohesive is we've connected all the lessons with a, a jumping off point for churches. And here's what I mean by that. So throughout every single lesson, you will hear our instructors share a definition of God's purpose. So lesson one is about the thread, which is effectively answering the question, what is the purpose of God and what is the purpose of the Bible? So in every lesson, you'll hear us talk about our purpose statement for God, and it's this. God's purpose is His glory praised through Jesus among the nations. His glory praised through Jesus among the nations. You'll hear that in lessons one, two, three, four, five, and six. And then in lesson six, we introduce a new definition, the definition of a global Christian. A global Christian is a follower of Christ for whom God's purpose, which we just defined, has become the priority and the passion for their life. So we're connecting God's purpose to the global Christian. You might hear that and think, well, that's just every Christian. Well, it should be. That's yeah. really the point. Every Christian is to be a global Christian. And then in terms of the jumping off point, what gets us really excited is that we're not prescribing next steps. We're not saying, well, you need to give to this ministry or go to that country, because every church has different initiatives that we're grateful for, and we would prefer the pastors of that local church are doing the shepherding. Right. So instead, we introduce what we believe are very helpful categories or, or roles, you could say, that Christians can play in missions. Go there, go here, send by giving, send by praying. So go, go, send, send. 
So go there, that's going overseas to become a missionary. Praise God, we need more people to do that and change their geography. But for others who are not changing their geography, go here. Like think about the reality that basically every city in America has high populations of either immigrants, international students or refugees or all of them. Yeah. And what would it look like to go here? Not, not just to go to people who look like you, think like you, talk like you, but people who've come 99% of the way from a, a unreached language group and they're perhaps in your neighborhood. Like what would it look like to go here Invite them in your home for a meal, share your life with them, share the gospel with them. So go there, go here, and then send by praying, self-explanatory, but every movement of God, we believe, starts with prayer. And that's the role that you can play in missions. Start praying. Pray Matthew 9 that the Lord of the harvest will send out laborers into his harvest. We want yeah. to see that happen, but it starts with prayer, and that is an important role. You're doing missions when you do that. Yeah. And then finally, send by giving. And what we don't say is you should give to this ministry. We say, talk to your pastor, and your leadership and your elders about where your church is giving. Mm. What is your church aligning around? And talk to them about how are we engaging the unreached with our dollars? What are some causes we can get behind? And just imagine what could happen in local churches if they go through six lessons mm. like this and those churches adopt uh, causes and areas that they can uh, send, that they can go, uh, all for the sake of God's name being mm. made known among the nations. Beautiful. It's almost. Don't you wish that Luke could articulate this well, Barry? Don't you? Don't you wish that he could speak well and present well with enthusiasm? Yeah, with, with enthusiasm. enthusiasm. I know. Yeah, yeah, Do that again yeah. with feeling, brother. If you Patronizing me. Yeah, a little bit. Barry, if yeah. a church is interested in getting this course, what should they do? Who should they reach out to? Well, they can go to, the, to our website, themissionscourse.com, and there's a place at the bottom where they can uh, enter their name and say that they're interested in hearing about the course and. More than likely, I'm going to reach yep. out to him yep. with an email. Uh, we'll, we'll have 30 yeah. minutes on a Zoom call, and we'll answer all their questions. We'll go through more detail. Yeah. yeah. And one of the reasons we're really excited to have Barry helping out with this is because Barry's a pastor, and, and he's been a pastor for some time, so he knows about the challenges, the pain points of trying to introduce your church to missions. And at his church, he's been doing it for several years. And they've seen great fruit at his church. Mm -hmm. So. Anyone who's listening who's a pastor, talk to Barry. He's the guy. Uh, actually, you might get an email from me. There you go. There you go. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, I love it. Uh, but I'm going to have to talk to the missions director at our church. So, Oh, wait, that's me. Okay, oh, that's so we'll be, <laughs> be great. Awesome. Thank you guys both yeah. for joining us. Thank and you. also, I should throw out there as well, if you want to learn more about the GoFund, too, the other program of Aero Missions, you can go, now check this out, you can go to abwe.org and search for the GoFund. I believe it's abwe.org slash GoFund. There's a dash in there somewhere as well and uh, for ABWE missionaries that are doing church planting among the unreached from a solid, theologically compatible sending church long term, uh, 10 years or more, uh, they have kind of a front of the line ticket. Yeah, we, we so believe in ABWE and have had a relationship with you for quite a few years with your leadership uh, that it was really easy for us to say uh, as a program of Aero, the GoFund, to say we're going to guarantee student debt repayment for any missionary who goes long-term to the unreached mm -hmm. through their local church with ABWE. And so we've had quite a few come through the pipeline that way and would encourage anyone at churches of those listening to apply with ABWE. Do you do debt that. repayment for hosts of podcasts about missions? Not yet. <laughs> okay. That's All growth right. mindset. I've heard if you say yet, it means it could happen. That's right. Yes, but. Yeah. Yes, but. <laughs> yes, and. That's yes, a, and. more positive. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, excellent. <laughs>
Thank you guys both for being here as Thank well. You. Thank you for watching or listening to the Missions Podcast. You can go to missionspodcast.com to get more content. Remember, the Missions Podcast is a ministry of ABWE. Learn more about ABWE on our website, abwe.org. You can also go to the Missions Podcast, missionspodcast.com, and hit the support tab at the top. That'll help us be able to do more things like what we're doing here at the Radius Conference. And we're so grateful for the Radius Conference for hosting us and to Grace Community Church for hosting us as well. We'll continue to bring you more exclusives here from day two of the Radius Conference. And so stay tuned, follow us in your podcast feed or your YouTube feed, whichever way you prefer to get the show. We'll see you again soon.